Hey everyone, welcome back to Story Reckless. I am Nathan, I will be your DM this evening, and I use he, him pronouns. I'm going to pass it over to our players for their intros now. My name is Claire, my pronouns are they, them, and I am playing Kidom, half-elf grave cleric. And my name is Olive, I use she and they pronouns, and I'm playing Centaur Lovelace Ghostbuster. (laughs) In some order. In some order? Okay. Um, also, just a quick little thing. Uh, oh, hi, Anna. I'm five. Um, just a quick little thing. I'm having some weird headphone issues tonight. Um, just before this, while we were waiting for the stream to start, while Claire and all were talking, their audio just slowly faded away. Uh, I think there might be something wrong with my headphone jack. I went and fiddled with it and it works working again. But at some point, I might just disappear below the desk. <laughs> while they vamp and I'm doing things. So, just fair warning. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> with that, let us jump right in here to our uh, our quick little recap. So, uh, last time, as Lovelace and Gadam were quarantined within the Firefly Cellar beneath the hearth within Candlekeep, They were quarantined due to a curse, a curse in which um, you are forced to hum a children's lullaby. As they reckoned with this, their their sanity as this was going on and the residents within, um, they started to slowly but surely uncover some clues as to what this may be and what's going on. Vernier, the uh, elven scribe who is kind of running the place around here, mentioned that over 600 years ago this curse had popped up. It was the very first time it had popped up. It occurred when a merchant came through and was quarantined away, and that was about as much as she knew. She didn't really know how it got resolved, but it did. Nevertheless, you've been forced to be locked in here with everyone trying to deal with this. As the day progressed, more and more things started occurring. Eventually, actual shadows manifesting into physical form, into these strange humanoid shapes, and they lashed out at Lovelace, Kadam, and Veneer, trying to pull your life essence from your body. Unfortunately, Lovelace was struck by one of these and had her strength taken from her, feeling weak and woozy after one hit from these creatures. You all went to regroup, and as you gathered up, you discussing what to do, looking for... um, Ah, yes, I remember now. What happened is uh, Kadam... You used, uh, what did you use to... Locate object. You used locate object. Ah, yes. It's been a very useful spell. Yeah, and I remember now, it was Veneer um, uh, discovered there was a book missing, and it was called Shemshime's Bedtime Rhyme. So Kadam used locate object to, to find such a thing, and you felt its presence. But as you scoured the halls trying to find it, you suddenly heard the singing well up from outside, and then... A commotion, a panic, raised voices as Cthulhu the Tabaxi panicked and fled, trying to break free. You managed to calm her down, and for a moment, Kadam felt this sudden, very uncharacteristic rage 
come over them, and they felt the urge to strike Catula, but you managed to quell it. And as this panic subsided and you calmed everything down, you could still hear that sinking below uh, of the voice. With lyrics tied to it now, which I will not sing right now because I don't have them in front of me. But nevertheless, you could hear the lyrics speaking of the boy that was drowned, the wife that cut off the husband's hand, uh, feet, and the dog that ate the wife's hand. And as you leaned over the balcony, that stone book sculpture looming above you, looking down below, you could hear the voice coming from a doorway to the north where the uh, bindery or scriptorium? The scriptorium, yes. Where the, the scriptorium yes, last time. It was the scriptorium, thank you. Where the scriptorium was located. So, with that, as you were all leaning over this balcony, looking down below, still those fly- fireflies drifting about the space, you can hear the singing. Um, what do you all want to do? Catula is kind of come up next to you, Kadam, wringing her hands, still humming to herself, and Veneer is standing there next to you, Lovelace, just trying to focus. She keeps closing her eyes as that song keeps welling up in her throat, and both of you feel that urge to continue to sing it. But... Uh, could you switch me and all of my and Olive's portraits again? Ah, it's happened again. There we go. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you, Weezy's Freezies. Oh. Let's get these cooks downstairs. Yeah. Uh, Cartula wanted a job. Um. Yeah, let's let's head down and get her one. Yeah. Uh, yes, I can. Finding that book. Is, is that uh, something you would like me to do? That would be amazing if we could find the actual thing that's supposed to be this song. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, very well. Uh, do you know where I, uh, I... I'm not sure where... Should I just search the stacks? I... I well, oh, I saw no, no, you no. go down the hallway. We, we know roughly where it is. It seems to be in a... Wall, um, actually, Nathan, this is a question. Yeah. Um, on Thursday, yeah, uh, here, audience, on Thursday, we <laughs> chatted about various things. Um, one of which was, uh, all of it, I cannot see doors. Yes, <laughs> I need to make the doors clear to you um. all. <laughs> yeah, um, and I was looking through my notes and was reminded that, um, Crinkle's room is at the end of a hallway. Yes. So is it the hallway next to, that is also so okay. <laughs> yes, There's no so, way through this wall, ignoring the door, like right, right. I'm wondering if that happened. <laughs> so so audience, by the way, because all of you watching, yeah. Um they didn't realize that there was a door there. Uh so yes, the the hallway that um that goes down into the left and right. There were three doors, right? And you both, you were uh, Kadam staying in the door directly to the left. Lovely, so you were the one all the way at the end of the hall to the right. At the end of that hall, next to your room, Lovelace, next to Ebder's room, 
is the doorway at the end of that hall. Cool. Kachula, we got a couple ideas of where we might keep searching. We got interrupted. We didn't quite finish. Let's head down there and check it out. Okay, so you all are gonna go down, um, down back into the kitchen. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and I will ask Crinkle if we might look in her room. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's move y'all down there. So... Working your way down the stairs, down that long, uh, dark hallway, still with the one little uh, jar of fireflies, you open the door up, and within you can... Uh, well, as you approach the door, you go to push to open it, and it stops. Um, oh, uh, Manfred, it's us. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, and then you hear kind of a creak, and then the door opens, and you see Manfred standing there. Renwin has his uh, blowgun blow out, his little, like, tube out, and is slowly lowering it down from his mouth, looking up at you um, as you enter <laughs> this tiny Man. little gnome. Um, but you go into the kitchen. You can see everybody there. Gelby's just in the corner with Crinkle and Ebder, um, and they're just comforting her as everyone's um, quietly humming, humming this. Um, meanwhile, the sound of that singing is just echoing down the hall, that low baritone voice. Um, you want to go up to Crinkle? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, yeah, Crinkle is sitting there, this uh, bird-like kanku next to Gilby. What do you say? Uh, Crinkle, might we have a look in your room for the book? What would you want to do that for? Was that actually my sister? It was you. Oh, okay. I was doing my best to impersonate you. It obviously didn't All quite right. work. Yeah, but that was you. My sister sounds similar to me. That's okay. Okay. Um, we would like to find the book. We think that if we have the book, we might be able to stop all of this. If you don't want folks in there, if you could just retrieve it for us, that would be just fine too. I got no such thing. I'm feeling it through the wall, Crinkle. It ain't in Ebder's room. Her feathers kind of puff up. I don't have it. Don't know what you're talking about. I stand up and let her be. Um, okay. She no, just we gotta go in that room. Looks down and no. starts comforting Gilby. Um, I'm gonna take Veneer aside. Okay. And kind of motion Lovelace over with me. Okay. Yes. Veneer. Um. Is there, uh, what repercussions are there for, for breaking rules around here? Well, it depends. What rules are you thinking of breaking? Well, I know that you say that people aren't supposed to take books out of the scriptorium or the bindery. 
Ah, uh, yes. Or said something like that earlier. Well, it, I, they're meant to be repaired, and it depends on who's taking the book. Uh, normally, uh, people are supervised in what books that they take. Uh, why do you ask this? Curiosity. What were you saying to Crinkle over there? I can feel the book through the wall down the hallway. And it seems to be in a wall unless there's some other space. It ain't quite in Ebder's room, but I don't know. I don't know what Crinkle's room looks like. I will speak with her, with her. I don't know if it can, hmm. oh. She has been known to take things. Usually it's harmless. I do not want her to get in trouble because of this. Well, technically she wouldn't be in trouble for taking a book as she is a resident here, uh, one of the avowed, technically. Um, and this, before we came down to do this restoration project, this was her home, so... Um, but she can be a bit... Uh, possessive, obsessed over items. Um, and due to the circumstances, she may feel that, as you say, she is in trouble. I will speak with her. She walks over towards uh, Kringle. What do the two of you do as this, as she heads over there? You know, we gotta just go in there. Let's see if we can... Let's see if we can get her... I don't know if it's fully consent, but like... Let's see if we can't persuade her to let us in. he in chat right now uh-huh hi <laughs> good to see you uh okay uh let's see here okay um kadam yeah as let me see As you and Lovelace are having this conversation, Veneer going off into the corner uh, to speak with Crinkle, you feel that sudden spike of aggression <laughs> appear in your head. Uh, make a wisdom save for me. Oh, I forgot to. Better you than me. Man. Okay. Oh no, he dumb. Can you make Uh 
make a melee weapon attack against Lovelace, as Lovelace says this to you. I, I, I love the scene where it's just like, you know, it's like being all like diplomatic and like Lovelace is like, we gotta go in, we gotta go in, like, I'm ready to be aggressive here. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we are just, not like, fucking going in! <laughs> Um, okay, I rolled. I rolled okay. Um, uh, that's a nineteen damage. <laughs> okay, roll damage with whatever you're using. I'm pulling out my sickle because that's <gasps> the only melee weapon I have. Oh my god! Okay, um, that is two points of slashing. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so before we resolve this, uh. Lovelace is shook. Yeah. So is Kadam. Okay. And then... I, I think, like, Lovelace is thinking, like, there must have been something on me. Like, was it one oh, of wait. the shadows? And it's, like, looking down and, like, investigating the wound. Not expecting a follow-up hit or anything from Kidam. Her guard is now towards, I guess, like, the wound. Ah, oh, so you get so it. So yeah, so so what does this look like, Kadam, when this happens? Um, so by the way, when this is happening, Kadam, you feel this rage come over you, and you have this sudden urge to inflict violence upon upon Lovelace. Who, upon doing so, you you slash Lovelace with a sickle, and Lovelace is like assuming that there's a shadow on them. Uh, also, Kadam, you suffer from. Uh, seven points of psychic damage as you slash into Lovelace and suddenly feel this, like, pain in your head. There's also a tension in the room, and you notice Renwin also kind of tenses for a moment, and as Veneer is speaking with um, uh, Crinkle, she suddenly stops, and her grip tightens on her cane. She has this, like, small, um, not cane, like, uh, what does she have? We'll just say she's carrying a book. Her grip tightens on a book that she's carrying, and she kind of breathes, breathes out, and that's when you strike uh, Lovelace. Yeah, and everybody turns I at this. Draw my sickle and slash at Lovelace and say, "We are not going in there without her permission." All right, as you say that, and Lovelace, you feel the sickle cut across your chest, blood kind of onto the floor, and then Kadam, you take that psychic damage. I Do I still feel that rage? It's gone. Oh God, Lovelace. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I, I reach out and like, like brush, brush your cheek with my hand. I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds. Okay. I'm, I'm getting a lot of mixed messages from you right now. That's that's fair. That's a that's a twelve point healing. Cool. I'm back up to full. <laughs> Wait. What? How much healing? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. I'm real sorry. <laughs> okay. We can wait then. All right. We can use your words though next time. I'm so sorry. I I just felt. Like how I did upstairs. Anger. I'm I'm so sorry. I don't feel anything. Everyone else. Yeah, and like look around the room. Did anybody else like snap? No, 
Now, when I'll snap, but everybody is looking at the two of you, um, kind of mouths agape. Um, and, uh, you know, Veneer comes over and just says, what? What happened? Are you all right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not really sure. Kidam's finally snapped. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. I think this is getting worse as time goes on. I, I suspect it's... Crinkle, I know you don't want just going in your room as she briskly walks over to Crinkle, who's kind of up now, feathers floofed up, looking very defensive. I it, I understand it is your room and this is your things, but it's okay if you took the book. Kadam is able to sense that it is somewhere down the hall. Uh, please just let us into your room. Uh, at this moment all of you in the room, so both of you, but but everyone you can see is kind of like tensing and, and singing the song more and more, and the, the singing out in the hall is becoming more frantic. You feel like like your muscles are like twitching, and, and the air itself is becoming thick. It feels like there's little strings just pulling at your nerves, and you feel yourself involuntarily kind of moving in odd ways. Crinkle, please let us into your room. Uh, I swear I don't have it. All right, that's enough. I'm going. Okay, what do you do? And Lovelace turns and starts power walking, power trotting down the hallway. Okay. Uh, This ain't worth it. Uh, you start to leave the room, and Kriegel goes, Wait! Please. This bird, little Kenku, kind of comes trotting up next to you. You got two options, Kriegel. Either you can bring that book out, or I'm going in. I I don't want to get in trouble. I swear I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Well, you're going to be hurting a lot more folks unless you get that book out right now. You see her slowly reaching into her robes, and you hear kind of a clinking of of keys. You all start to feel that pulling on your muscles becoming a bit more intense. You swear the shadows are kind of darkening in the corners. We're going now. Come on, hurry it up. She raises the keys out, and they're kind of... Um, let's see here. Okay. Okay. That's your roll initiative, okay. Get on, how long does locate object last? Ten minutes. Uh, and I rolled to maintain concentration with that psychic damage I took, and I'm just fine. Alright, so... Crinkle nervously pulls her keys out and starts to follow behind you, Lovelace. Uh, Kadam. You feel that twitching increasing. You feel like there's something getting under your skin and trying to move you. I need you to make 
a charisma saving throw for me. 14. Okay. Let me solve this here. Okay. A 14. You feel your vision starting to kind of turn red, like this veneer of red is just washing over you, and you feel your muscles starting to tense, and suddenly your vision just becomes pure red, and you can't see anything. You are no... you, You try to speak out, and you can't move your mouth. You can't even move your larynx to speak, and... All you can do is just feel your body starting to move against your will. Uh, I need you... I need... Well, first, let's let's roll for initiative, actually, because uh, you also see as you are starting to leave the room, Lovelace, you watch as Momfred slowly turns and pulls his pistol out and is pointing it directly down at Renwin. You also see Ketula tensing and her fur just stands up and her claws come out and she starts moving straight at Veneer with her claws out. Uh, Alright, everybody roll for initiative and let's kick this off. Sorry, Kadam. It's okay! <laughs> or... I'm having a great time. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 19 for Lovelace. All right. Uh, nine. 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 Okay. Um, nine for Kadam. 19 for Lovelace. Uh, and I just need to do... Manfred and Renwin. Let's see, did I get everybody? I think I didn't get me. Okay, this will be the last one. All right, so as everyone starts to Everyone starts to turn and face each other. Monfred pulling his pistol out. Kadam starting to lurch across the room. Um, let's see, Kadam. I mean, it's not going to be your turn, but yeah, I think you're Who probably. I think you're probably going towards Crinkle. Um, okay, Lovelace, you are up first. What do you do? How's Crinkle looking right now? Um, she's just looking really nervous just, and like focused on you and is pulling the, this like ring of keys out and she's getting ready to leave the room just as you, you know, you were facing her to like confront her for this. And that's when you notice Monfred pulling the gun out and pointing it at Renwin. God, how, how does disarming work in D&D asking for me? Uh, it would be a like contested. If I to, like, knock 
Yeah, it would. I would just call it a grapple. So it would just be a yeah. contested athletics check. Um, and the person opposed can either use acrobatics or athletics. So. Okay, I think it's like, Crinkle, go get the book now! And then uh, try to grab the gun from Manfred. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make that athletics check. And I think I'm not raging just yet. Okay. So this is just d20 plus 5. Okay. 15. Okay. Uh, so as Manfred is pulling the gu- the pistol and pointing it down at Renwin, who Renwin is just suddenly looking up wide-eyed, kind of confused, and you reach over, grab onto the pistol. Like, Manfred, we've been over this! And the pistol gets pulled down as you're holding onto his arm. His arm is shaking as he's trying to pull it up. And as he looks towards you, you see that his eyes have just completely gone over in pure black. And there's almost this faint, like, black mist kind of out the edges of his eyes. And he he just has, like, a plain blank expression. Is that it? So that was your action? I guess... I guess so. And what, what am I gonna do with any more movement? I don't know. You're just so you're uh, just. I guess just like kick the door open if it's not open already. Okay. Uh, make space for um, Crinkle. Yeah. To go. Okay. The door flies open. All right. Uh, it is Crinkle's turn then. If that's it for you, uh, Crinkle kind of and is going to dart under your legs and go running past. Uh. So Crinkle. And then dash, and we'll get to the end of the hall. Um, Momfred, I think, with his free hand, as Crinkle is darting under you, he'll do this at disadvantage since you're you're like grappling him. Um, but he is going to pull out his yeah his short sword and is going to bring try to bring it down on Crinkle as Crinkle runs past um, for an attack of opportunity will be at disadvantage. So yeah, misses as Crinkle and the sword just into the wood. Uh, and Crinkle is going to open that door. I can't see your rolls. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, let me change that. There we go. Um, I don't let myself see the rolls. <laughs> I was on the DM view, so. All right, Crinkle darts into this room. I think that was 60 feet of movement. Uh, on Crinkle's turn... Good job, Crinkle. Good job, Crinkle. We've had our rocky bits, but you're doing great. On Crinkle's turn, um, Lovelace, you hear a shout from the corner. Um, Ebder cries out, Gailby! Gailby! And you watch as Gailby, like, crawls underneath um, Veneer and, like, scurries past Renwin, and you see her go squeezing past you, darting down the hall. Can I make an attack of opportunity to grapple her? You are, gra- like knock- you are grappling... How, how knock prone. Ram, can you... You are grappling... Grapple you are grappling Manfred right now. Okay. Just like kick with my back legs a little bit, just just enough to knock her down. And that, would be, kick children. that would be an attack roll on her. Yeah. Ah. Meaning you could hurt her. Hold up. 
uh, what's it non-lethal damage you can choose to do i think yeah you can i <laughs> just gonna kick a child yeah i i will give you this if you want to <sighs> i mean this is a reaction yeah the best you yeah, can do I... is try to kick her do you want it i mean you want to kick her trip trip there we go the trip attack I don't. It's With not. It's it, okay. Okay. Roll. Roll an attack. Roll. Okay. This will be non-lethal damage. Oh god, I'm trying to figure out how to. Because like, I, I, it's fair. You could try to kick your feet out. Hold on. Let me think about I this. Trip. God, this is so. This is like kind of. This, this, this is this. I'm trying to be flexible with you because this is like bending the rules here to let you do this. Because um, mm -hmm. you are currently holding on to Momfred, but you do you since you are a centaur, you have that advantage of having this like extra form with these legs. Um, to try to trip her, I will give you. Just go ahead and make an athletics check. Do it at disadvantage since you were preoccupied with Momfred, and I'll let her do okay. uh, an acrobatics check. Okay, that's and what we'll do. It's great. Oh my God. I will take those turns. So at disadvantage, disadvantage. Plus five because I'm freaking not raging. Uh, ten. Okay, you go to kick your legs out, and they slam into the wall, and she just nimbly uh, leaps over your legs and lands on the other side and continues mad. running. You're doing great, Galeby. Um, and she just runs down the hall. Hmm. Okay. Uh, on sorry, uh, right on Renwin's turn. Renwin is like whoa and starts backing away um, from Momfred. He's going to just disengage and back into the corner next to you, Kadam. Just like ah. um, Katula is going to charge at Veneer. And what does she have actually? I think she actually has some things that she can do. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> sure. Um you watch as she pulls this this like this small little twig from uh from a pouch and as her hand whips out, it unfurls with this like green kind of light and smoke that comes off of it, and it and it turns into this large club, um, shalele, um, oh. and she holds it above her head. Her eyes, that those black orbs, the smoke kind of drifting out from the edges, and she brings it down towards Veneer, who looks up. Oh, did my mic just come on. My headphones. Can you one of you talk? Hello, hello. Okay, good. We're good. Okay, <laughs> my audio. I'm like, ah. Um, but yeah, she's gonna bring the shalele down and try to hit. We go uh, with a twelve. That is going to miss, I think, because Veneer can. <gasps> yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, totally. Um, she brings it down, and you just watch as Veneer actually brings the book up and just parries it off to the side and steps into the corner. <gasps> Like, looking totally shocked by this. Uh, Momfred is going to... A 
attempt to break free. Yeah, he's going to attempt to break free. Oh, and also, I have a lot to keep track of here. Uh, Tula's gonna make that at the end of her turn. Nope. Okay, Monfred is going to make his dex check. Uh, go ahead and make a contested athletics check for me. Okie dokie. Uh, seven. I rolled a two. Okay. He breaks free, <clears throat> pulling the sword out and starts walking with purpose towards Renwin. Uh, he did have to use his action for that, so he's kind of getting geared up. Um, and Edgar is just in the corner of the room. Ha! Kaobi, what is going on? Um, and is going to try to push past uh, Catula who is going to make an attack of opportunity on him. Because he is trying to get to his daughter. Wow, really low rolls. Uh, super lucky. <laughs> um, he does have to move past Monfred, though, who will also slash out with his short sword. Will I? Yes, you will. All right. And Monfred did How does hit. it feel to be controlling almost every single player on the back? I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel really. This is this is not. This, it's uh, go ahead, Kadam. Uh, that's a dirty twenty to hit. Yeah, that hits. And then max damage four. What are you hitting him with? My sickle. That's that's the only melee weapon I have. You, again, don't really see anything, but you feel your arm suddenly get wrenched and that searing anger flushes through your brain and for a moment your vision kind of clears and you can just see the image of your arm raking across Monfred's back with your sickle and a gout of blood just out the back and he goes face first onto the floor. Um, he is bleeding out at the moment. Lying there on the floor, <gasps> kind of shuddering with breath. Uh, Kadam, it is your turn. You I'm feel yourself. Crinkle. Yeah, that's right. Going for Crinkle. Am I not walking the door at all at this point? Well, let's see. So, lovely. So, you used your reaction. Actually, I did. so you I did. can't do you can't do anything really. Um, it's but weird because you are a combatant. I am a combatant. Can you move through a combatant's face? Oh, let's. I don't think you can, right? No, I'm just so used to her being. I know. <laughs> so I can't. You need to get past Lovelace. What you gonna do? I'm big. Inflict wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I believe that's an attack roll on my end. I have yeah. not cast this in a while. It is. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. And down the hall, <laughs> you can you can hear that voice just singing away. See a mother scything wheat. Go ahead, Kadam. Uh, that's twenty-two to hit. <laughs> that hits right. Three D ten. That's a big spell. Uh, 
That's 12 points of necrotic damage. That's so funny. That's exactly that's how much exactly you That's exactly what I just did, too. Oh my, oh, that's right! So we just... Oh my god, so Lovelace, yeah, Kadam comes up to you. I mean, Kadam, you want to describe what happens? Like... Ebder is of no consequence. Lovelace is in the way. Crinkle is the goal. I think it's like just this upwelling of anger and frustration that she's in my way again. Mm-hmm. I grab the same arm that I slashed earlier that looks fine now and just like try and pull her out of the way while cast and inflict wounds. And I think that same slash reopens and just kind of blossoms with blood. Yeah just starts spilling down your arm. You feel that pain searing through you, Lovelace. And you can see Kadam's eyes black with the smoke trailing out the corners. Uh, Kadam is set. I think that's everything you can do. Yeah, I don't have... Um, how how concentrated on, am I? Like, do, Am I thinking strategically here at all? I don't... Well, I mean, what were you thinking? It, I mean, I, I have another spell slot that I could cast spiritual weapon with and start hitting people that way. But like, I'm gonna leave that I up also to have you. Very few spell slots. Yeah, left. I, I'm gonna leave that up to you. You just, you just feel like, like anger and and um and this desire to get towards to get to crinkle. So you don't, you don't have to if you don't want to if you don't think it. Do I have an idea? of what I want to do with Crinkle when I get to her. Uh, you want to end her life. Sure, I'll cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Alright. Um, at third level, because that's what I got. Oh my god. Um, and go for Lovelace again. Oh my god, okay. I all that. <laughs> I appreciate uh, just a little, a little levity here. I appreciate Adam Five's um, quote of the room. Thank you. Needed that. Ancient um, Son of is tearing us apart. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Nineteen to hit. Yeah, yeah that's a hit. And you're, then this is you're classic. rolling so well here. Um. Uh, spiritual weapon. Here we go. Two to eight. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, because he cast it at third level. At third level, yeah. So another twelve points of radiant damage this time. As Oh, I pull the light from the fireflies out down the hallway and throw it, like, into the back of Lovelace's head. So we we see, like, in the foreground, we see Lovelace looking down at Kadam. Just, I don't know, what is your facial expression at this moment, Lovelace? Shock, like, so Manfred slipped out of my hands. Yeah. Gail like, tried to go past, and I, like, missed her. I turn around, like, Kadam's coming at me. And then the blood... 
down your arm, shock on your face, and we see you in the foreground, and then suddenly we switch our focus down the hallway and just see that light flicker and then come just rocketing down the hall and slams into your side, and you see this burn mark appear on your shoulder. Uh, is that it for you, Kadam? Yeah, that's everything. All right, Kadam, uh, I need you to make another whiz- uh, sorry, charisma save at the end of your turn. Natural 20. Boom! You, Lovelace, as this is happening, you look towards Kadam and watch as that blackness just out of her eyes. Sorry, of their eyes. And Kadam, you feel your vision return to you and your body come back to you. And you see Lovelace standing there, bleeding at the arm, scorch mark on her side, and the glowing ball of your spiritual weapon there. That's the end of your turn. Uh, next up is Veneer. Veneer uh, is going to lash out with her cane, uh, with her book. <laughs> um, she can make two attacks, okay. Uh, at Catula. Um, that hits and that misses. She does 1d4. Does one damage to Catula as she swings her book out and clocks Catula in the arm, but Catula just catches it with her paw and just pushes it to the side. Uh, okay, Lovelace, we're back to you at the top of the round. I turn and go down the hall. I'm gonna follow. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you turn. I can't. And I can't deal with this. You see, um, she, she would have done this on her turn, but, but I think this is more dramatic. Yeah. As you turn and start going down the hall, you see Gilby standing there, like, her head kind of down, her hair just in her face, and she just looks up and smiles as her eyes are black, and the door <laughs> slams shut. Um, but... Door slams shut? That's all door she is could about do. to open again! Exactly, yeah, that's all she could do on her turn! <laughs> so you get to the end of the hall, um, and go you go to open it. Uh, Damn. Okay, so you slam, you, you, um, let's see, well, she close it this way. So you push it open, and it I mean, she's a child. Uh, sure, go ahead. Make a make, make an athletics check. She's she's attempting to hold it. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Twenty five, yeah. not twenty. Oh my god, she <laughs> has no stats. Obviously, I mean, like you know, just whatever. Um, she rolled a nineteen, so she had some. Yeah, she had some ring girl uh, <laughs> magic. I was. Fully expecting to fail that. No, that was that was great. Um, okay, so you oh. you slam the door and she stumbles back. You can see her standing there and her face kind of grimaces, uh, looking up at you. You see Crinkle looking like confused and frightened in the corner, um, off to the north, uh, with her keys trembling in her hand. What do you do? I'm gonna scoop up Galeby and restrain her. Okay. Uh, yeah, go. Uh, yeah, you used your action to pop on the door. So, yeah, you are going to go to tackle her and scoop her up. Um, she's trying to squirm out of your hands, but, yeah, f- funky rules there. Um, okay. Lovely side was your movement and action, and then Gilby is in the way. I think that's... Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, sorry, it's <laughs> rules. Um, gets a little funky. 
think that's right, because you use your action to try to push the door Wait. open. Did she use her? I thought she used her action to dash. You're right. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, you know what? You roll the 25, she rolled the 19 to try to escape. You get her. So you scoop her up. She's in your cool. hands. She's squirming uh, in your arms. Um, you have her. What do you... I think I'm just going to, like, finish the movement into the room. Yep. Because I want to see what's going on with Crinkle. Go ahead. Um, Crinkle, get that book! <laughs> um, you see her... Uh, reach over um, and pull this little stone aside and kind of reach in there. It is her turn. Um, was that your all of your turn, Lovelace? Yeah, I think okay. so. So yeah, she reaches... to make sure it goes well. She reaches into this little nook where she pushed a stone. Um, she, it kind of like pulls out like this, um, like a hinge, and she reaches in, fiddles with something, and then the wall directly in front of her... Um, uh, we'll say, yeah, it's a, it's a bookcase that, 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 of course, you know, hinges open, and on the inside you can see, um, actually see a lot of things. It's, it's just like this, this stone shelf, like, with multiple shelves, uh, in this little nook, this, like, hidden little nook, um, and you can see all kinds of baubles and little shiny things and jewelry, um, books, um, all lining these shelves and resting in the center there, you see this really large square book, um, which she reaches in and grabs it and pulls it, clutching it to her chest uh, and looks up at you. Oh, what now? Can you burn it? Um, all right, that is her turn. Uh, can you burn it? Um, uh, the, uh, the kitchen. Um, and she goes... Uh, running out of the room. Does Gilby make an attack of opportunity? Yes. At disadvantage. <laughs> Come on, Gilby. Let's do it. Nope. It's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, that was Crinkle's turn. Um, Renwin. Renwin's gonna... Uh, attack Monfred, who is like looming over him with a sword. I feel like that's reasonable at this point in their yeah. relationship. Uh, so he he pulls out his reasonable little next step. Yeah, he pulls Come out his, his his little tiny uh, pickaxe on his side and and slashes towards Monfred. I think he rolled a natural one there. Yes, he did. Um, so he actually spends his whole turn fumbling trying to pull the pick out of his uh, holes, his um, sheath, but cannot. Okay, Catula attack near again. Nope. Um, and then, so she's she's struggling with Veneer in the corner, and Momfred. Oh, Catula gets to make the charisma save. The struggling. Veneer, <sighs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, they're dealing with that. Uh, and Momfrit. No. Uh, does he have anything he can do? No. Okay. No, he's still under the influence of this. Uh, Ebder will make a death save. One success. All right, Kadam, you're up. Spare the dawn on Ebder. Okay. The wound on his back 
closes up for for a moment. There's still a little bit of blood trickling out of some spots, but his breathing starts to slow. All right. Um, then I'm going to start running down the hall here. I see a whirl around the corner and see um, yep. Crinkle. Crinkle's sprinting down you the hall. You have it! Yes, I do. Um, and sprinting with the book in her hand. Where, where are you going? What are you doing with it? What's happening? Go into the kitchen! Um, and she, like, is, like, holding the book out towards you as she's running. Um, you wanna, I'll, I'll take it? You want to grab onto it? Okay. Sure. Um, uh, she, she just says, I, I don't know, I, the, the stove! Uh, and then in Lovelace's voice, can you burn it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so that was five, ten, let's say fifteen, and we're going back. Where's the stove? <laughs> Is that here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, that does look like the stove. Yes. Um, well, that's as far as I can go. Okay. Uh, Veneer and Catula stop fighting. Um, they turn and look and see Monfred, who is still trying to stab Renwin. Uh, I think Veneer is going to actually grab Ebder and pull him into the corner um, and start trying to like tend to his wounds um, as this is all happening. Lovelace, you are in the room with Galeby, which to be fair, I'll let Galeby the end of Crinkle's turn. Nope. Um, Galeby is just <laughs> trying to get out of your arms. Um, what do you do? There we go. Yeah. Alright, we're, we're going back. Can't get, have you heard of no one. And I think I just start dragging Galeby. Okay. I mean, she's pretty small. You, you, can, you can, like, you're probably holding her like up in your arms, unless you imagine yourself dragging her. Yeah, I think I'm just like I mean I'm doing a lot of this this like uh, adventure where I just like you grab people and then <laughs> be like nope you're over here now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can move half half your movement, um, but so you're gonna so you're gonna be taking Gelby back into the kitchen. I I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, you have Let's... half your movement, but I think even with like a dash, you'd be able to... Well... Yeah. So, let's see. 5, 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. 25 dash. Mm-hmm. 5, 10, 15, 25. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You get... Back, back in the room. You yeah. get Gilby into the room. You're holding on to this squirming child. Um, and Crinkle is going to... I think I wouldn't go all the way in. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to bring Galeby into, like, an active fighting zone, I think. So, like, okay. Galeby's still kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Crinkle is, you know, you run past Crinkle. You're a little bit faster than Crinkle, and, and she, uh, is... I think she just comes up to you knowing that Kadam has the book, and you actually see her, like, mm-hmm. cautiously approaching Galeby in your, in your arms, and she just starts... Trying to like coo towards her, um, but as she approaches, Gailby is just like <laughs> trying to strike out at Crinkle. Can I? 
hum the song to try to calm Galeby down to Galeby. Interesting. She turns and looks at you. Her head kind of looks up towards you. The eyes just, the black smoke kind of pouring out of them. And she goes, Okay. Um, so that was Crinkle's turn. I'm having Gilby go on Crinkle's turn. So Gilby, while smiling and singing this to you, she just and tries to lash out towards Crinkle. Um, so disadvantage. Yeah, no way. Um, she can't even break free of your arms. Um, and she starts... <laughs> um, but she gets to make her charisma save. Nope. Okay. Renwin hits Momfred with the, the pick. Manages to get it out, um, striking Momfred in the leg. Um, who, you know what? Good for him. <laughs> who kind of barely reacts to it. <clears throat> um, and Momfred is getting ready to strike back. Uh, Catula will try to... I think going to try to do what you did and uh, try to like grab onto Momfred's arms to uh, disarm. to do the, these dice rolls is wow that was actually way closer than i was expecting but momfred is able to to um, resist katula and brings his short sword towards renwin Ooh, that's a hit there we go nine damage to renwin that is a big hit on renwin um he cannot resist this uh, effect that is occurring to him um, after a stabilized Kadam, you're in the room with the book. You can see Momfred and Renwin struggling in the corner. Veneer's trying to help Ebder. Um, what do you do? I am going towards the, the stove. I am going to throw myself down on my knees, open the stove door, and just shove that whole thing in. Okay. Uh, the You open the door, and the stove is cold on the inside. Uh, there's no heat coming Crinkle out of it. Crinkle turned it off? Oh, you're right. Crinkle turned it on. That's right, because you're all sitting around there for, for, for warmth. Thank you. Okay. You, oh. Yeah, you're right. You open it and you see... No, no, you're you're absolutely right. I forgot that the, the temperature dropped and you were all, like, huddled around the stove. Okay. Yes, you open the stove and you can see there is this big um, iron, like, rod in there that's just glowing bright, bright orange. Uh, gonna shove the book in there, eh? Yeah. Okay. I got to look something up. Totally. I don't know that this will work, but it's worth a try. I mean, thinking out of character, if they solved it last time and the book still exists, it might be... The solution might not include destroying the book. However, in character, let's try fire. Yeah. Seems good. I also think that, you know, we should go upstairs to the scriptorium. 
Okay, so, uh, the book, as I, I, so I should describe the book that you are holding right now. Mm-hmm. So, Kadam, the book that you yeah. hold. So, the cover is made of wood and copper. Um, so the, most of it appears to be like copper and brass and bits of metal, and the spine of it uh, has this this like um, this kind of metal box coming off the side that that looks kind of like a music box. Um, so yeah, it's mainly wood and metal. So you you throw it in there um, and slam the door. Uh, it, oh, I don't slam the door. I keep the door open. Okay. I want to make sure this thing burns. Okay. You slow, throw it in there, and, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to take a while. You see it see it starting to heat up. Um, like, like the metal is, I mean, it, it's only six seconds. You probably don't see anything when you initially throw it in there. So, you're waiting to see what happens. Uh, are you going to do anything else? Um... There ain't much left for me to do. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out and pray, I guess. Okay. Uh, Alright, Veneer is dealing with Ebder. Lovelace, we're back to you. Um, what do you want to do, if anything? Are you just gonna... Or, yeah, what do you want to do? Let's let's peek out the door that the, sound, the song is coming from. Just... Crack it open. Take a look down that hallway. Well, yeah, I mean, you look down the hall, and you know it's coming from like the the main area. Like, yeah, so it's it's okay. a ways away. Are the away. fireflies still on? Yes. Yes. Okay. I guess I'm holding on, and okay. Uh, I see Manfred and Renwin have another fight, but like, Galeby's kind of more important. Okay. okay. Let them sort it out. Okay, Crinkle uh, yeah. just keeps trying to calm Gilby down. I, I, I think, yeah, I also am, like, just, yeah. like, focusing on that and, like, trying to calm yeah. her down. Um, she seems to have one uh, goal in mind and is trying to break free to strike out at Crinkle. Um, but Crinkle just seems like she's... Despite the violence, she's, she's very concerned with Gilby and is trying to, like... Yeah. You know, it's that, like... Like, like trying to help a feral animal, you know, it's just scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, like, it's still like trying to claw and bite you. Oh, I, I know what I do. I use my action to start like hum with her, like I was, but then like the offset. So it's just like slightly following, or ju- I just like keep changing speeds. Okay. Um, to kind of like try to like throw it off. For okay. her. Like it's the thing where like you can't really talk if like somebody else is like or like you can't talk if you hear your own voice. Okay. Like slightly delayed, it becomes like really hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I try doing that with okay. something. Uh I want you to first I want you to make a constitution saving throw, I wanna say. I think it's a saving throw. 
Yes. Make a constitution saving throw for me. 18. Okay, you're fine. You're able to... You, you feel yourself trying to go off tempo with the singing of everyone else and the singing down the hall, and you feel something pulling at you like like it doesn't want you to go off key or, or off tempo, but you manage to push through. Um, go ahead and make a intimidation roll for me. Why not? Sure, because I'm great at this. Yeah. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Let me give... Yeah. Okay. You start to sing that, and you... It, it goes off off uh, tempo with everyone else, and you see Gilby <clears throat> and kind of look towards you, her brow furrowed, um, and she tries to break free and smack you. Uh, is that it for your turn, though, before she... Yeah, you know, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so she tries to smack you. She rolled a 17. <laughs> That's a hit. Uh, what is an unarmed strike? Normally, one plus, one your, plus strength. your strength. Okay, on. you take Wait, one. You take one damage. <laughs> um, I mean, that's fine. But was that a disadvantage? Uh, oh, because of the grapple. Right. Oh, but whatever. I already said it. She's small. We'll just. I'm gonna stay consistent with what I did earlier. That's fine. I'll just stay consistent. I mean, I'll, I'll take the one. No, 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 that's fine. She actually rolled a 19, though, on her second roll. Cool. So. <laughs> um, I'll take the one. I, did, I, I am realizing that grapple is actually just your movement stopped not being restrained, but whatever. Oh, okay. um, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah. So she she manages to pull one little arm out and actually slap you across the face with tremendous force. I, I think it hits me right in the like wound oh, that Kidon yeah. had like opened up, and like that's the thing that hurts. Yes, yes. Okay, so she hits you in the shoulder, and yeah. Um, but because you because you did that, I'm gonna give her advantage on her saving throw because you're you're breaking the like tempo of the song and trying to like mm-hmm. disrupt it. Um, so she'll get advantage on her saving throw. The smoke clears from her eyes. It's okay. It's okay. And she just okay. starts crying yeah. and like pulls herself into your shoulder. Um, okay. Which probably also hurts. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she she pulls herself right onto the burnt shoulder that she just slapped. <laughs> I'll take another damage. Sure. <laughs> Um, but Crinkle as well comes up, starts like rubbing her back. Um, okay. Uh, Renwin is just gonna keep duking it out with fucking Monfred. They're just fighting each other in the corner. No! Um, and yeah, Cthulhu at this point, she'll try again. Uh, try to like speed this up. Yeah, no, Monfred is not having it. He's just breaking free of this and is going to try to try to end Ren when he hits. He does another nine damage. I don't know what to do here. I need to decide whether Renwin gets the saving throws or not. 
I mean, I gave Ebder saving throws. Like, sure. Nevertheless, Momfred, uh, as Catula tries to stop his arm, he wrenches it free as uh, Renwin has just tried batting at him with his war pick, which is now stuck in the wall. <laughs> and Momfred takes the sword and flips it into a backhanded strike, or uh, like to, to bring down, and just brings it straight down between um, Renwin's like collarbone and shoulder blade, and it goes straight through, and you hear a sickening thunk as it goes into the wood, and Renwin just <gasps> and starts sliding down the blade as Momfred's looming over him, this big, lanky human, and as he does, that hat just starts to tilt and fall onto the floor, and in oh. front of everyone, Momfred just shifts into this large, lanky bugbear holding the blade into Renwin. The black smoke drifting out of his eyes, and at the end of his turn... Come on. Nope. He's still possessed by this thing. Uh, so, Renwin falls onto the floor, bleeding out. Um... All right, Kadam, you hear a thump and something onto the ground, and you can look over and see Renwin laying there with Monfred now in his bugbear form, standing over him. Uh, Katula um, looking shocked. How's the book doing? Uh, you look back, you can see the wood is uh, starting to, um, to starting to smoke a little. Uh, let me look up. Uh, I don't want to take time. <laughs> I think there might be rules for things catching on fire, but I don't really want to take the time to look into it. So that's reasonable. Let's just call this. I'm gonna have the book roll a con thing. <laughs> I'm just gonna roll. I'm just gonna roll a d20, right, and just see if it catches or not. Um. So okay, this is what I'll do. Okay. It's starting to smoke. So it, it okay. looks like it probably will ignite, but it hasn't quite caught yet. But it All is right. starting to smoke. Um, spare the dying on uh, Renwin? the redhead in the corner. My gods. Okay, Renwin, yeah. Renwin, thank you. Okay, um, yeah, his, his breathing slows, but um, you can see that Manfred at the moment, uh, as you cast that, kind of looks towards you and then looks back down at Renwin, getting ready to bring the sword down on him once more. Um, okay, um, Lovelace. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'll oh, yeah. yeah, 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 sorry. Uh, I'm going to turn to Veneer okay. and say, make sure that thing burns. <laughs> yeah. She Look over to not. Lovelace. Lovelace, upstairs? <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, okay. So I am going to five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm going to take my, well, I'm going to take my spiritual weapon with me. Yeah. Um, and then because we are in a hurry, I do believe I am going to Misty Step. Oh, fun. Another 30. Okay. 
Your spell slots so, are precious. Kidam. That don't take a spell slot. Is that your fey touched? That's my fey touch. Awesome. Um, so I, I run down the hall and then at the very last second kind of almost like pirouette on my toe, vanish in this purple smoke. Yeah. And appear there. Awesome. <laughs> um, going down the hall. All right, uh, lovely. So, what do you do as as Kadam goes running down the hall? Hey, shh, shh. okay, here you go. And kind of like pass Galeby yeah. off to Crinkle. Crinkle, um, cradles Galeby. I think I glance at Manfred, just like killing Renwin. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's what's happening. I would have stopped that, but Kadam is the person I follow. Let's go. Okay. Go running down the hall. Okay. I wonder why. <laughs> so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50. My first movement. Oh my and God. And I dash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you you all are, are leaving the area. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, um, let me quickly try to resolve what happens in the room here. Um, Kidam, that was, you were doing a lot of out of character stuff today. And I think the reason I'm following you is like half like, is this really a good idea? I don't think this is a good idea, but you might've been possessed again. And I don't want you running off alone. I mean, those are reasonable thoughts to have under the circumstances. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that one turn you had was like the most effective combat turn I think maybe I've ever seen you do. There was that time I one shot at those those that swarm of books. Oh yeah. That, that was, was like a one turn cool. combat. Yeah. Okay. Again with inflict wounds, I yes. believe. Alright. Something happened in there. <laughs> Great. I resolved it. Love to find out later. Yeah, but y'all go running up uh, to the next level. Um, so I'm just going to drop y'all here. Uh, you know, Kadam, you're going to have your spiritual weapon up for a little bit. We'll kind of play a little I'm loose with this. But track. Uh, if you tell me how many rounds it took. Okay, we'll say it took one more round just to get to about where you're at now. And then okay. where are you both going after this point? Um, you can hear the you know, the song. I think we all know where we're going. Yeah. yeah. So then we'll just say another round to, okay. to run into the scriptorium. Um, getting into the scriptorium uh, as you burst into the room, um, all the fireflies kind of sh- scatter as you come running in and you can hear the song emanating from that door with a little bit of light coming out from under it um, over... Right, you can't see doors. It is right here. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, and you both know that it is locked because you yeah. tried opening it when you first entered that room. So my name is Olive. I, I use she, they pronouns. And tonight I'm playing Lovelace Centaur Kool-Aid Man. Let's <laughs> okay. bust down this yeah, door. Go ahead and make that <laughs> athletics check for me. <laughs> Oh my god. 
I think I think I'm are gonna you, rage. Are you atta- are you attacking it or like are you using your weapon or are you just trying to shoulder check? I would like to rage and athletics check my way through this. Okay, go for it. So this is with advantage. Plus five. Uh twenty-two. Twenty-two. <laughs> okay. You go charging at the door. Do you kick it? Do you shoulder check it? How do you break through it? Uh yeah, I think I shoulder check it. Okay, <clears throat> slam into it, and the door just and you hear like a, a lock kind of break and ping as the door slams open, uh, revealing this room within that is just filled with like the, the amount of fireflies in here is way more than anywhere else. They're all packed into this room, uh, kind of gathered up at the ceiling, and they're all these little. Um, kind of little like habitat set up along all of the shelves and you can see these little tiny jars filled with some kind of liquid and you see some of the fireflies crawling in there and crawling out um but this entire room seems to be an area just dedicated to caring for the fireflies and it's just bright with their light um and you can hear that singing but where it's coming from is hard to say it's just kind of omnipresent in this room just very loud um so that was your action. You go running in. I mean, we're kind of out of combat, but yeah, yeah. What what do you do? Was, yeah, what do you do? I was like, swords out, ready to hit something, rage in, and I see a bunch of fireflies, and ah, oh, that's frustrating. And I think like she just kind of like flips her swords down and like tramps into the room. Okay, I'm um, like huffing. Do you a like? Wait, are you flipping them down into the floor, or you're just you're just putting them down by your side? I'm, I'm, I'm just gesturing. Okay, got it. So <laughs> huff and go walking in, and you can just hear it. It's very loud in this room, so it's somewhere in this room, but you don't know where. Um, just hear that singing. Slum of the scything wheat. Uh, Kadam, what about you? Heck if I know. Um. I can see within range. Um. I'm gonna come to the doorway here. Okay. I'm gonna start singing a different song. Okay, make a constitution saving throw for Uh, me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nine. Uh, you cannot. You are stuck singing the lyrics and all singing the song that is currently being sung in the room damn it and it's it is clearly somewhere in this room you just don't see the source can i start going through and feeling like above and below these habitats i'm I'm looking for someone invisible uh make a perception check for me well, that's good. Um, dirty 20. Okay. You start feeling around the walls um, and, and kind of carefully pushing jars aside as little fireflies fly past you, um, hearing that, wheat. and it's getting louder and louder as you start making your way into the corner of the room. 
and it's seeming to come from below you. So you get down on your hands and knees, you see a scratch in the floor and kind of look behind you and you can see faintly carved into the wood in this shaky hand. Finish the rhyme. And as your eyeline follows the carving, that sound, you start to triangulate it directly in front of you somewhere. And on your hands and knees, you look and you can see this one stone that's kind of poking out from the wall. It's not quite uh, like, like the, it's not fitting with the mason work. It's like clearly become slightly unwedged. Can I grab it? Kind of pull and it comes loose. And uh, as you pull it off, that singing starts, it, it becomes louder as that stone pulls out. And you look through this small little gap and there's clearly a space behind the wall probably like mm, three feet by like 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 three feet tall and maybe like four feet in width or so it's like some kind of little alcove back behind the wall and and it's very rough hewn back there like it was just some kind of area dug out um, behind the wall and you can see there's stuff in there like this these kind of lumpy bits inside and that sound is just coming through the singing See a mother scything wheat. Can I pull the lumpy bits out? Yeah, you have to kind of put your arm through and reach, and you feel your hand grab onto something hard and and kind of brittle. Bones. And as you keep feeling around, you you can feel what what feels like a femur, and then you kind of feel up, and you feel this rib cage, and then your hand comes up and over a skull, and you can feel the skull is going in rhythm. Uh, Cannot like push the the jaw bone into the rest of the skull trunk. I mean, with your one hand, like kind of like. I guess you could like you, you you feel like another stone is kind of loose. You're able to pull that aside, so you get both your hands in there, and you, I'm a midwife. I can yeah. put my hands in small places. <laughs> so you get in there, clamp the the jaw shut, and you feel the jaw close, and you can feel it kind of moving in your hand, but the singing is still mother, just as clearly coming through. Get on, you got something. Yep. I found a skeleton. This might be our friend from 600 years ago. He's singing too. (laughs) What? (laughs) I think think this is like, that's an in-character laugh as like the rage subsides. What do you do, Kadam? Pull it out. Okay, you come out, and as you pull the skull out, you both see as you pull it out into the light, um, it is a human skull, likely, um, and there's just this, like, very clean hole punctured in the back of the skull. Um, but as you're holding it there, Kadam, you can see it slightly moving in Kadam's hands as the jaw is trying to move, but... It's just that 
that song is just resonating through it like some kind of fantasy skull speaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh God, it's it's the origin of what are the skull candy headphones or whatever. What are those? I will. One had like USB external speaker that's shaped like a skull now. That would be so. Mad. That would be awesome. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you got that Bluetooth skull. But yeah, you're holding. What color are its teeth? I thought it was more like yellow. Oh, it's definitely yellow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yellow. Oh, sorry. That took. That's embarrassing. Boo. <laughs> it took me way too long to figure that out. Um, anyways, yeah, you're holding it there. Lovelace, can you smash this? You know I can. Put like, it just on like the dunk it. Okay. Uh, I just like take it and like dunk it on the ground. Sure. Make a an attack roll for me. I would love to. With proficiency. Um. Yeah. Cool. 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 Where the hell? This it's sixteen. 16 that okay yeah roll your damage i guess this is an unarmed strike so whatever that would be or you don't roll for it do you you just yeah it's just straight up three now instead of five thanks shadow you slam the skull on the ground and the jaw snaps off and a bunch of teeth go scattering across the floor and it kind of rolls across the floor and See a mother sizing wheat. It definitely got damaged by that, but it just is still intact. Toll the dead. This thing's been dead 600 years. It's uh, it's very tollable. What kind of damage is toll the dead? It's necrotic? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, um, sure, I'll have it roll a <laughs> d20. I rolled an actual 20. It has no effect. She dumbed that damn mirror. <laughs> Holding the mirror out. It's been a hard day, alright? It ain't even lunchtime. She dumbed, you like nearly like halfway put me in the grave earlier. I'm so sorry about that. Um, did you say anything about the the um message that you saw? Or Oh, no, finish the line. It's written over here. Finish the rhyme. Oh, the rhyme. I wrote line. How does the song go again? Could you remind me and or put it in text? Yeah. I can actually give you a handout. I would I love a handout. I think that there is one for it. I think we know the words by now. I think so. We definitely do. Um... Because this be just became a puzzle boss. One of those puzzle bosses that some um, GM pulled off of a Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just put it in chat because I can't find it. Um, I, I, I will read it to you first because I have that available. Okay. And then I will probably after the show because it's almost nine. I will send it to you. Um you can hear the skull singing it, and the song goes, See a mother scything wheat, forgotten husband sleeping near. With one swing she took his feet, with another took his ear. See a dog that knows how to heal, never heeds plea nor command. Mother gave it a tasty meal, 
Dog chose instead to eat her hand. See a son who does his chores, washing clothes for folks in town, fell into the river's roar, sank to the bottom, then he drowned. Does the shadow have a name? Shemshime, Shemshime. Causes grief, avoids the blame. Shemshime, Shemshime. And that just continues to repeat from the skull lying on the ground. Kidam, I think we need that book. Sure, it's downstairs being burnt right now. Do you want to go back downstairs? Can give that skull another kick on my way down. Okay, roll an attack roll as you go running out of the room. Let's just like stab it with my little magical... Shoop, shoop, shoop. Go for it. Shoop, shoop, shoop. <laughs> Winged scribe killed by an ancient cow gun. <laughs> uh, attacking recklessly. Yeah, okay, yeah. 13 to hit. I think that might actually not hit. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. Yeah, you bring the sword down and it it just deflects off the skull and it goes skittering into the corner. Okay, whatever. I don't care. It's earned its right to live this day. Uh, as the two of you run out of the room, the skull's singing behind you. Bring the skull with me. Okay, you scoop it up and go running down out of the room, back down the hallway, into the kitchen, uh, where there is a very strong smell of smoke in the room right now, of burning wood. Um, And you can see everybody is just huddled in the corners, um, clutching themselves, singing the song. Um, Momfred in one corner by himself, just holding on to his hat on his head, looking wide-eyed and scared um, while everyone is in the other side of the room um, trying to bring Ebder and uh, Renwin back. Um, and as you enter the room, you can just see smoke is starting to out of that stove and flames. Um, and that's where we will end tonight's session. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see what happens next time. <laughs> uh, amazing. Well. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Love PVP. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Uh, we could talk after af- after the show, but I am curious to hear your thoughts on that. Um, <laughs> let's find out what happens next time <laughs> uh, thank you everybody so much for joining us tonight and can't wait to see you all next week have a good night have a good night bye